0: Hello, everyone. Casey Wilson here. I'm sad to report that Danielle Schneider is very, very sick with a cold, but it's a very bad cold. And quite frankly, I couldn't understand what she was saying on the phone when she called to tell me she couldn't talk. We are doing a re-release today before I join us back next week, full-time, back in action, just like when we started. We're going back to our roots next week, everyone. So I'm so excited to come back next week, full-time, I was just reading that someone said production on Dandruff Pump Rules knew the whole time about Scandal, and then someone leaked it. Could that be true? Guys, there's just so much to discuss. Uh, Also, if you want to get tickets, Danielle and I will be sitting down with Andy Cohen, Sir Cohen, in L.A. on May 18th at at Live Talks Los Angeles about his book, Daddy Diaries. You can go to eventbrite.com or you can go to my Instagram, but come out and see us. Get tickets. And we'll be asking him about the thing I was just singing about. All right. Please enjoy this re-release. It's one of our uh, most listened to shows from a bit back. We are joined by super guest and just all around hilarious, hilarious writer, Bridger Winnegar. He's the best. Enjoy everyone. Danielle and I will see you back next week. We have a huge announcement. Danielle will be speaking and I will too, because I'll be back. Hey, everyone. Hope you're doing so well.
1: Hi, Casey.
0: Hi, Danielle.
1: This is an early bird special, isn't Woo! it?
0: This is the earliest we have ever recorded the podcast.
1: And I think it's because this week's episodes were so explosive that we yep. needed to get to the mic.
0: I called you and I said, look, yeah, yeah, Orange County this, Miami that, but we can't have our episode come out on Friday today. Not but after no. what I saw in Salt Lake, and little did I know, but I must have known mm-hmm. about what I would see on Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, here we are. We come to you quite early in Los Angeles, but, but that's, you know, that's, that's our job. That is. That's the work we that's do our, for that's you. That's the work. That's the That's word. That's right. Now I was alerted
1: to some very upsetting news. This
0: oh, <laughs> this news! Oh my God. Okay, honestly, this, this to me nothing is an accident, Danielle. Because I want to say we got this email, this text at 6:50 a.m. Okay, we're recording at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. This person did not know we were getting on the airwaves. No, no, we didn't, and he felt something. But yet, it made it. It made it to us. We didn't know what we were going to talk about this morning, and then a dews came down the wire. 6.50 <laughs> a.m., we get a very upsetting text for Danielle at 6.50 a.m. and a great text for me. You want to tell us what it is? Uh, well, dear reporter at large, like,
1: biggest boot on the ground, and just dear friend, soulmate, Matt McConkey, who, mm. you know, is a sex in the city and a just, and just like that stan, as the kids <laughs> Rabid. say. Rabid.
0: Rabbit, rabbit fan.
1: Yeah. Someone alert. I think Renee, our producer, alerted him to something huge, which is, as you know, in and just like that, there is a podcast, <laughs> which is, again, some say a business. On that show, it seems to be very important. And maybe we haven't been treating our podcast with the <laughs> yeah. gravitas that SJP is treating hers. And uh, che especially Diaz. with her
0: producer, Franklin, who, spoiler yeah. alert, uh, spoil see Franklin. Yeah, we will be seeing. If you Franklin. haven't watched it, you don't care. Yeah, this honestly. is on you. If you haven't watched it, I, I'm not. I won't say what happens with Franklin, but I'm just going to alert that there was a character I wasn't as familiar with Franklin until the the finale. I feel like that was the m- reshooting. That was the reshoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like, a very handsome gentleman named Franklin appears out of nowhere, and he is like. Uh, che Diaz cannot do the podcast anymore. I won't get into why <laughs> <laughs> why they can't do it. But it's, well, East Coast girls uh, That really... was When Deanna
1: I... texted me watching that episode and she's like, now why is Che singing California Girls? I was like,
0: you just wait. <laughs> just you I wait, wait Henry Higgins. Just yeah. you wait. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. I just want to say one more thing, Danielle, which is that, you know, they we lost a beloved character in Sex and the City, as we all know, in Sam. And it's been a lot of like, well, who's replacing Sam? And no one's replacing Sam, you know. But someone has replaced Sam, I just found out this morning. (laughs) (laughs) On my end, someone replaced Sam. Someone's, (laughs) I don't know, replaced that weird woman that married Nathan
1: Lane?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Renee has sent us a photo that behind Franklin, the podcast, who looks like Mauricio in this photo, he's like at the mic, behind him, there is an earwolf. 10th anniversary poster with all the cartoons of all of us in frame in and just like that in shot and wow <laughs> and now i don't i just want to remind you
1: guys of the 10th anniversary poster of your world. now again cartoons <laughs> have not done me well and we've spent a lot of time and money trying to correct the past mm. wrongs of many a cartoonist and i think we've succeeded but oh does we this have. cartoon come back to haunt
0: come a knock it <laughs> Just like death. <laughs> Come and knock in, Just like Che did on Hollywood's door. Yeah. I, it's to, for it to be hanging in the background. Huh. And for me to now be a character on Sex in the City with my cartoon who's blowsy, big boobs, fun. You know, I look like Betty Boop, Beautiful, yeah. big lips, like shiny, gorgeous. <laughs> you then- know, and I just I'm speaking of the cartoon because I would never say that. People look like they're cartoons, and I have learned that here (laughs) in this space. So I can actually praise my cartoon because it's at a distance from me, you know, and say, like, that's a gorgeous cartoon. And if we remember the cartoon of me, (laughs) many have said looks like... The scarecrow in the
1: nineteen thirty-nine version of Wizard of Oz. And that's not a pretty If character. that scarecrow had meth teeth. <laughs> yes, of course. Now we always know I'm never not without meth teeth. That has been a staple throughout every cartoon. So that's the character. You know, that's just not how I <laughs> wanted to come to Sex in the City or and just like that. That's not the form. <laughs> or be in it. Be cast. <laughs> I wanted to be seen in and to for it to be done. Mm-hmm. without my permission without my knowledge and then yeah you should have signed a release for this danielle i did not i would never have i'm just taking it
0: in because this isn't how matt also wrote so i guess this means the sex in the city podcast is dot 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 on earwolf <laughs> <laughs> oh wow and, and you know who's popping jumping out at me is cool Oh, is cool! On. Look great in that poster. Yeah, I mean, she's she really jumping. She posters off.
1: up real nice. She is never not cartooned real nice. Now we will be sharing this picture hopefully on the pod this week. We'll we'll put it in our Insta. You know, I'm right over SJP's head, and that's nice. You know, you see, and then there's another character in the distance who I've never seen before. But anyway. Look, anyway, this was a a shock, and I'm happy for those of us who gained something, you and Kulop and, and Matt McConkey, And I'm sad for those of us who lost today, namely
0: myself. <laughs> that poster, it just haunts us. I hate it. You do, I do you hate stuff? it. Why are you smiling when you say that? Not, I do hate it.
1: It's <laughs> you awful. You do not hate it. You. Gl- I, it's so awful. You guys, if you could see the shit hitting grin. I her. wish they would stop. Seen it. You guys have never seen Because it's her not
0: fair and it's me it's not <laughs> you right. Can hear the joy in her voice. It's not right. <laughs> it's not no, right No, it's I will say, all jokes aside, when I saw that cartoon, you know, you can exaggerate things. My yeah. jaw was truly, you know, people were like, my jaw was on the floor. That was what happened when yeah. when that cartoon hit the hit the streets
1: and then hit hit the biggest show in the world like this was
0: who allowed this and it is tough to be in the finale you know that's tough these are these are truths it's tough to be behind Franklin a new character we never met before (laughs) is gonna be (laughs) integral to the plot it's tough that's okay. tough. And, and please know Franklin, because I, I, I somehow I read something about Franklin o- online and so like in a review, and I'm like, his name's Franklin? Like it almost felt like the reviewer was trying to like remind us of Franklin. It didn't And again. His, it spelled Frank L Y N. I was like, well, what's happening? What? That's like what is that's happening like that now? woman in Orange County's husband who changed
1: his name to yes, like
0: Rain or Ryan.
1: Rain. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> oh so god, well. It. Wow. It's just tough to process this early in the morning.
0: It's, <laughs> it's so <laughs> tough. <laughs> oh, Danielle, you know, any... I, I want to throw out a, a podcast... For everyone to listen to. Oh, we've been listening. Oh my god. Oh, I, June Diane turned me on to this podcast, and it's quite dark, but it is. it's it's and it is true crime, but it doesn't feel like exploitative or lurid. It really just feels like the these fascinating stories. A lot of them about like catfishes and kind of Dear John type things, and it's yeah. called Something Was Wrong.
1: It is amazing. so amazing, and. Yep. There is pain, but there is healing. And I do think most of the people that are telling the story are go- have gone through something terrible. And the fact that they are sharing it is so brave. Yeah. And it's also just good about red flags. I myself have been taken advantage of, and not o- uh, only in romantic – many of these are romantic, but some of them are not. Yeah. I myself have been taken advantage of. And it just is a reminder to listen to uh, your gut.
0: Yeah. It's wild. It's like a woman who finds out her husband has like 10 other wives. I mean, it is wild. The amount of lying these like psychopaths do. It's crazy. This one woman,
1: her husband, she thought he was Australian.
0: So many of them, Danielle, think that they'll be like, yeah, my husband's British. And someone will be like, no, he's not. And they're like, sorry, what? <laughs> like, no. it, it's just so crazy. And a lot of them posing as doctors. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, that's like Dirty John. Because a lot of them, like, it'll be like, I met a doctor at a bar and he had a stethoscope around his neck. <laughs> and I'm like, these people aren't wearing stethoscopes around their necks at the bar. <laughs> are know. they,
1: Danielle? Well, I will say it's like because i'm also and i don't know if we even said it the the podcast is called something was wrong i don't know if we mentioned that yeah. it is incredible i will also say that i'm also watching the tinder swindler which is on netflix and it, Come it, it <laughs> the rural rural Jur. tinder swindler it's on netflix it's a documentary tinder swindler
0: love it I'm already, I already, you know when you get a title or like someone tells you something and it's already like seeped into my brain and I already love it. Yeah. I haven't heard about it. What is it?
1: It's on the same, it's in the same world of just a man taking advantage through romance. And I will say, I too, you watch these things, you hear your things and you're like, I never would have fallen for that. Guys, I am a smart person. I have fallen for things because when you are in a vulnerable spot, and you are looking for something you want to believe so bad. And I don't just mean in romance, I also mean in business, I mean in everything. <laughs> when you are in a tough spot, <laughs> you're so serious. I know, but I, you know, when you've yeah. been, yeah. <laughs> I just mean that like we all think we're smarter, we all think yes. we won't fall for this. How it won't it? happen oh, to me. Goodness. Yeah, it won't happen, it won't to, happen
0: me. to me. I'm telling you,
1: it can happen to anyone.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, these women are all so smart. So, you know, and, and, and like I think everyone has some red flags about them. I do. You know what I mean? Where you're like, <laughs> I do. I have mm-hmm. major red flags. We were like, okay, that was weird. But and, and all these psychopaths, they always have such great answers. Yeah. Well, they're pr- it's, they it's, are. It's psychopath. fascinating the lies that they're like, it's crazy. They're sociopaths
1: and they look yes. at nothing and they do not care. They do not Oh care.
0: no. It's so chilling. They say there's like every I don't know what it is. I wanna say like eight out of ten people are sociopaths, but I think what? it's like point zero zero one out of ten. No, it's a lot, Danielle. It's a lot. Like Franklin could be we don't know. We don't know about Franklin. But we do know like on the on Housewives, for instance, like I believe Ryan is a sociopath. Be. Well we've say I mean, look, we'll get into it soon with our wonderful guests, but
1: I mean, I've never seen someone so bright and easy that has ripped off so many people than our one Jen Shaw.
0: I mean, talk about dissociation. Sociopaths make up 4% of the general population. Wow. And psychopaths make up 1%. Oh. Wow. Wow, wow. It is statistically likely that you walk past 7 psychopaths a day. Ah! what if you sit at home and don't do anything? (laughs) During COVID, I'm definitely in my house walking next to at least two. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm inhabiting at least one a day. Yeah. Oh, my Um, God, Danielle. I have a question for you, Casey, and I know you're not a therapist,
1: but you... Well, it seems I am. I mean, I know
0: where the sociopaths are. I know where the psychopaths are. Go on.
1: Is sociopathic disorder... Are you born... I feel like you're born with psychopaths, but with sociopaths, is that a personality disorder that you come to in life through like childhood mm. trauma? Or is it like, <sighs> is it a personality disorder, meaning you're not born with it? Maybe it's Maybelline.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> well, great question, Danielle. You know, what I'm seeing online is that, okay, separate, does doesn't answer your question, but also fascinating. Sociopaths may be narcissistic, but not all narcissistic people can qualify as sociopaths that makes sense i don't know danielle are you saying like what's the difference of them but narcissists are in these categories danielle
1: but narcissists people aren't necessarily born narcissists they that can be a personality disorder mean like you can develop that over time from what i'm hearing from my therapist (laughs) about me when you talk about her um Uh, no not you other people that i know i'm just curious you know, just because we run into so many sociopaths on, in the housewives universe, I would say, how many housewives
0: do you think are yes. sociopaths? What is the percentage? Uh, 97%. 97%. <laughs> okay, Danielle, to put the matter simply, psychopaths are born, sociopaths are made.
1: Ah, that's my question. That is my yeah, yeah, question. Yeah, there it is. Okay. That's what I And
0: I'm generally, many share features with narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense. You know, Look. <laughs> Look, it is
1: what it is. But but a psychopath. Oh, do you think we have any psychopaths on the housewives? True psychopath. Okay. Well, I mean,
0: I want to pivot one one little step further, Danielle. Okay. Just that I know a gal who told me, and you know, all a a very uh, there's no way to say this, but you just have to believe me. This person is a like. Is a therapist of the highest degree and stripe and normal, okay? Okay, like not me, you know, running around saying yeah. this about people. But this is someone with a with a, <laughs> who has been schooled in the art. Schooled. Arts. <laughs> but when I say it, you'll be like, "What?" Okay. But she told me that she firmly, firmly believes Danielle that we come across, I guess, not just sociopaths, not just psychopaths, but aliens what? a lot, <laughs> a lot aliens. Yeah, they're here. And are they they're they here, housewives? they're queer,
1: get used to it. Wait, are they in the Housewives universe? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure
0: Noella. Um, Noella. Yeah. Shannon uh-huh. Bador. Is Shannon yeah. Bedore? <laughs> uh, uh, well, David is a great example of probably, uh, yeah. although I don't know if David is a sociopath, he just didn't like Shannon.
1: I think he might be, those eyes, he's a sociopath. He might like be those a eyes. psychopath. I've never seen t- terrifying beady eyes like David Bador
0: the The like slate blue,
1: yeah, like a you know, just a stare that'll knock you
0: out. you know, Danielle, at night, I have taken my like spirituality quest one step further Uh-oh. into like the tipping point. Here's where I have allowed myself to get into the like extraterrestrial world. <laughs> okay. Look, the government came out two years ago, Danielle, and they said, as we all know, Barack, President Barack Obama said, like, yes, there are things out there we cannot explain. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm open and I'm I'm listening to some podcasts and I'm <laughs> what is happening? I don't know where we've Yeah. We have gone to the beyond. <laughs> My point is, Danielle, do you think the aliens are nice or are they so, so bad?
1: <sighs> Look, I don't know what. Sociopathic is in terms of other worlds. You know what I mean? We have to define, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to define it differently if we're talking about other dimensions. Just yeah. like aliens probably don't look like us or breathe like us
0: or, or have, have language. You know, it's all well, different. Well, Danielle, what I'm trying to posit is that they do look like us and, oh. and are here on Earth. <laughs> And that some aliens. people you run into are aliens. That's what I've been told. Now, I, you know, I, I'm not saying we all have to believe it, although I'd like us to. But I, 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 I'm sorry. You know, I speak my truth.
1: <laughs> Go on. I do believe that there are other living species out there. I would, We would be too narcissistic not to believe to take us That's back right. that there are other forms of life. <laughs> That they look like us and are hiding in plain sight
0: like a- <laughs> in our live in our live show. In our families, coming into boots show. on the ground, I would love to do a boots on the ground about <laughs> aliens. If you please, if you're at our shows this next week and you feel you've seen an alien and had an encounter, please come up. <laughs> or if you are one, <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. You're right. Why am I asking if you've seen one? If you are one, if you are one, I'd love this to be a safe space for you. <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> Okay, I do have to recommend a book that I just finished. It is so hysterical. It's called My Mess is a Bit of a Life. <laughs> and it's written by Georgia Pritchett. She wrote Shrink Next Door and she's the number two writer on Succession and was on Veep. She's funny as I'm going to say it, Danielle. She's funny as fuck. And it is about her like rampant anxiety problems her whole life, but also how she's so nice. So she <laughs> worried about like, this made me laugh so hard. Monsters under the bed when she was little, but she was worried they weren't comfortable enough. Like it is so up all of our alleys. My mess is a bit of a life. That's just a book recommendation from me by Georgia Pritchett. It made me howl. It just made me howl with laughter. <laughs> I have to get that out there. Oh my god, Danielle! Should we take a quick break and get to our guest because we really we're just going to get into Salt Lake and New Jersey this week because there is just so much. Yeah, ha- and we haven't seen we haven't seen the others because we started so early. So. Um, but I also want to say
1: before we get to our guests, guys, we're going on tour. Don't forget, we're coming to your cities. Well, two of your cities next week. We're going to Boston Thursday, the 17th. We're going to be at the Wilbur Theater. I'm so excited. We have an amazing guest, um, Alex Sulkin, who is a, you know, like the one of the The, the writers, funniest like- person in the
0: world. The yeah. Sulk on Twitter. He's amazing. And then we're going to be in New York City. Oh on my. Saturday, and here's our guests. I mean, what a lineup. At the early show, we've got Zwei, who is oh. just the most iconic figure, paired with a, a star, Paul Wilson. And also, Greg Bennett is also going to be at our early show. That's a trio. That What a trio. And then in the later show, we've got Adam Pally, yeah. Greg Bennett, and Paul Wilson. These are—these trios— <laughs> uh, uh, should perform together always. Yeah, you, I just know. It's gonna be music. You're not gonna
1: see these trios on Broadway no. or in the Hollywood screens. Like these no. are three people that one night only events, you know? Like
0: <laughs> very much one night only. Um and we have so many surprises. Yes. It's gonna be so much fun. And then Danielle, we're gonna do Watch What Happens Live and we're gonna do Drew Barrymore together. This is a fun week.
1: We have such a fun time planned. i got to find something to wear. I'm going to my oh. stylist right after this. Guys, I have visited the stylist. You got something? I got something. Oh, I'm so excited. I got ah. some good stuff. Now, okay. the dear, dear, amazing
0: Abby has, love, uh, her. Has love her.
1: has taken me under her gorgeous wing. Yep.
0: She, her Instagram is your stylist says. She does like personal shopping, styling. She's the best. She's incredible. And June she, stylist. She's yeah, incredible. She's June.
1: I met her through June, and I met her through the Jane Club, Um, and she is incredible, and she's got so You know, guys, I, I'm i not... You do have a very good sense of style. Well, thank you, but... You, you know, do. I, Claire Mukherjee has definitely taken me under her wing sometimes and really helped me out, but yeah. she's over in London, yeah. um, and, I, and so most of the time, I'm left to my own devices, and so I, I called one Abby Arad and she has... Taken me under her wing, and I real guys, she, and she's also a Housewives fan. So mm. those two things mixed together—that's what we want. That's what we want.
0: Yeah, I love it. I know. Yes. I'm going to my stylist after this, and I'm I'm ready to get my get into fashions. You know, I'm, yeah. not, you I'm know. gonna give you guys something. We're gonna give you guys something to feast your eyes upon. We really are. We really will. We really will. And I've got my 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 little baby doll, Vincent Aquando, doing my makeup in New York, and he is he's got an Instagram account for the ages. Uh, Danielle, I cannot wait for you to meet Vincent. He is us in a wow. makeup artist form. I'm very excited, guys. I mean, it's, it's too much.
1: It's too much. This is going to be exciting. So, so come see us if you don't have tickets. I think there's still some sh- uh, stuff left for the early show in New York with Z fucking Way and Greg yes. Bennett. And, um, and some tickets left in Boston. I don't know how many, but uh, there might be a few left in Boston. And I think the late show in New York might be sold out. There might be a few singles left. I'm not sure, but go... Uh, Go, go on our Instas and you can find links to the tickets.
0: Let's take a little break and we're going to be back with a very hilarious guest. Casey, we
1: are back with a guest that I have heard so much about. Like everyone, he's in every writing room that I want to be in. He's... Uh, one of the funniest human beings.
0: He here. is fucking hilarious. He was a writer on Black Monday, also on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
1: I mean, look, these are the real shows.
0: These are the real shows. <laughs> are, yeah. He also
1: has his own podcast, I Said No Gifts. And he just finished writing for the new show out right now on Apple TV, The After Party, which everybody's talking about. Everybody's talking about it.
0: Please welcome Bridger Weineker.
2: Oh, my God, you too.
0: Hi. <laughs> Hi! How are you? We're good. Welcome to this strange little world here. at so uh, early. Thank you, Bridger, for being here. I love
2: a 7.30 a.m. record. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: we all do. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does. funnier than at 7.30 a.m. I mean, and that has been proven. T- I mean, that is why we are watching the Today Show <laughs> so early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the great comedies.
2: <laughs> this does feel like an incredible novelty at this point in the pandemic, where it's like this was something I haven't done yet. So why <laughs> yeah, not? why not?
0: Here yeah. we are. Bridger, we are going to jump into Salt Lake, and we really had a kind of a five o'clock alarm. is that what it's called? a five alarm a nine
1: fire? Uh, nine alarm fire. <laughs> <laughs> nine o'clock. I think it's nine alarm or five nine. alarm
0: five
2: alarm fire. <laughs> I feel like five alarms is enough
0: Five alarms at nine o'clock because <laughs> we decided we had to record early and discuss Salt lake. It was kind of a continuation of last week's. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we really kind of continued. And I just have to say right off the bat, and then I want your opinion, Bridger. I was wrong last week, and I want to apologize to everyone. I was claiming wrongfully that Lisa Marlowe, there was no way she knew she was on mic. And Danielle, you were like, "Mm, I think she might have. and. I guess we opened the door and we saw a full (laughs) camera. So she, she did. She did it. And that was wrong. I will admit much was
1: going on that it was hard to touch down on the background, but thankfully we had some Eagle eye view, much like in and just like that,
0: our background. Yeah, Um, Yeah. So it was tough when I saw that, Oh, she does very much mean to say these things. It was like, for me, this episode, Lisa both rose to, like, the highest possible level of housewife kind of iconic fame and then also plunged even deeper into what I feel is the most despicable qualities in a human.
2: I until it was revealed that the producer was there I had this beautiful vision in my mind that she entered that bedroom there was kind of a shimmering dark mirror <laughs> suddenly there was another Lisa Barlow talking to her that she unleashed just this torrent this vile poison I was loving it and then the like of course like the magic gets kind of diminished but then it's also like well that is Lisa Barlow she I think she's truly a heinous human human mm-hmm. being
0: yeah so Bridget we we all had different <laughs> ideas of what was going on behind that door it sounds like I like yours
1: <laughs> yours was some sort of like picture of Dorian Gray-esque beautiful yes. fantasy <laughs> yes
0: black mirror <laughs> yeah she is very much like um the stepmother in Snow, Snow White yes is that is it a stepmom in yes. Snow White For, too uh-
1: Yeah, her foster mother is so white. Foster mother. I will say also it was shocking. I really touched down on some backgrounds this week with Lisa Barlow because, you know, she's so heinous that like everywhere you look and I dare you to go back and look. Any nook, any okay. cranny, in any place that Lisa Barlow is, you will see a big gulp. Look down on any oh surface, yeah. any <laughs> surface. It's never not. And like we're in the middle of the desert, right? Like in, in, you know, like the fact that she found a place with a big, like every surface. It's it's astounding.
2: Yeah. Wow. Spend the Diet Doctor Pepper. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it is a diet, Dr. Pepper, which I also am a fan of. <laughs> me too. I mean, I know I keep, I keep harping on this and no one like wants to go here with me, but like she keeps saying she doesn't work out. She's got a fucking great body. Like I'm, I, I was very attracted to her when she was just in that, top, yes. you know, the bra top. It was a <laughs> wild look. Okay. And then she's crying, but she's also fixing her hair in and out of rooms. And I don't really see tears. It was very, I, I have not seen one wet here guys. I saw a little <laughs> glimmer of wet. What did you think Richard?
2: She is putting it on in such an en- enormous way and I've, I'm going to say I was very disappointed in for example a Heather to, that she sided with Lisa and Lisa is the cause of all of this Meredith drama poor Meredith. Uh, I'm going to say poor Meredith. What? Meredith she did nothing wrong she went to her dad's funeral and she's being accused. Is Brooks Marks with you? <laughs> Brooks is <laughs> off camera he's holding some cucumber. when you look into a mirror you see Brooks I've been (laughs) promised a sweatsuit
1: a very Uh, hard (laughs) hard material sweatsuit as I've tried on
2: (laughs) very harsh (laughs) to the skin Um, no but I feel like Lisa is playing the victim here and everyone sided with her look was it wrong for Meredith to side with Mary hard to say but the fact that they all got on board with Lisa she's terrible through and through I feel like Meredith May, may have made some missteps, but was full, I fully defend her being like, leave me alone. But
1: also, why can't she answer the
2: question yeah.
1: and make it go away?
0: But what is the question? <laughs> Who cares? I, I don't understand. What are, what's hanging in the balance here based on when the funeral was? Just simply why she didn't go on the sprinter van. And then they've concluded that if she <laughs> did that, that that means she did turn Jen in. Like, if her father didn't die on that day, she did turn Jen into the feds. Like, what's hanging in the balance? <laughs> but can you explain it? Either one of you.
2: I can. This is what I'll explain: is that I think none okay. of these women understand how any. It like, it proves that none of them ha- understands how anything works. They don't understand how you turn someone <laughs> yeah. into the FBI. They don't understand how a mm. funeral or grieving works. I think the dad died. She's got three weeks on either side. It's <laughs> just like you don't have to explain anything.
1: It's like a breakup. It's like a breakup. Right. You get it's half the time. It's a blur. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then yeah. the fact that she didn't want to <laughs> yeah. say, I can. I totally yeah. understand. It's like. It's none of your like, why do you care? Don't ask me that.
1: But when I, I am a person that likes to make a problem go away by any means. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) stop the yelling.
0: So you're pulling out your date book and going, daddy went in the ground April 14th. Dirt was put on daddy's (laughs) face April uh, uh, 2 p.m.
1: I am a problem solver and I don't care. So take out the Philo facts and get (laughs) the date out. Yes. And just Mm. get the date out. It doesn't matter. Make the screaming stop is how I feel.
0: (laughs) I do think because it's her father. I I think that when we verged into a dark territory, David, my husband was like, sorry, are they now like accusing people of lying about their parents dying? I'm like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Please shush.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that scene with uh, Whitney when she comes in after to talk to Meredith was so dark and like, being like i'll i'll hire a pi to look into your father's funeral whitney i think is a little too in the producer's pockets at this point a hundred she she she's gotta stop to stir it up it's
0: also with such a sunburn
2: oh my god the sunburn!
0: <laughs> i've never seen such sunburn characters as i have with louie <laughs> Teresa's new boyfriend oh. whitney And Joe uh, Joe Giudice. The sunburns on the three of them are wild.
1: But I'm like, Whitney, you are a Utah Mormon. Like, get out of the sun. At least with Joe Giudice, you know, he's got that gorgeous Italian skin. Like, he can handle a few rays. Whitney, you need to be in SPF 60 all the time.
0: She really just stumbling through each scene, drunk as a skunk, kind of slurring and saying "hangover." <laughs> and I, I just when someone says "hangover" and you, they punch the G, it's very difficult for me. But I, she, you're right. She's too much in the producer's yeah pocket. But whatever you said, does <laughs> <laughs> that, that make sense? Does that?
2: Tracking, yes. Perfect. But it feel like she and Heather up, to
0: a degree is too. Like Heather's stirring yes. stuff and being like you need to talk to her and it's like why would ever those two people need to talk.
2: Right, they have nothing left to say to each other.
0: Again, my favorite character remains Genshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so difficult. Felt like she was acting appropriately, lovely when she turned and she was in the doorway and she saw Meredith come in. The look <laughs> on her face, she just was like, sidestep, like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> like Just pro- perfectly appropriate. I mean, a person who
1: has dashed many dreams and fortunes <sighs> with her, her illegal activities to be so bright and cheery and also... Just somewhere we can land as far as calm in a storm. Mm. Her and Mary. Also, Mary. Mary never raised her voice once.
2: I I mean, both of them. Guys,
0: we need to talk about Mary.
2: I, There's never been anything on TV like Mary before. I cannot state how much I love.
0: We don't talk about Mary. No, no, no. This is a real Encanto moment because... We do need to talk about
2: Bruno and Mary. Housewi- Housewives, it's very clear what the show is. Yeah. And the fact that she has gone on this thing, that she has absolutely no interest in participating in any <laughs> aspect of it, is so admirable. It, <laughs> not no, one. Like, how could she have been surprised that any of this was going to happen? I, I adore that she just refuses to participate. And not in like a show-off way. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm not, I'm not going to do it.
0: Yeah, and I'll be getting in this van while you guys are there. When she was like, that really did make me laugh. When she was like, I can't get away fast enough. There were some moments from Mary this week that were, her arc this last episode was the wildest damn thing. To first see her kind of in silhouette looking out the window and muttering about Heather looking inbred. You know, it's, it's hard to hear those words from a woman who's married to her grandfather. She said,
1: she doesn't even know she looks inbred. That was the <laughs> quote about
0: you. it's so mean. I mean it's I'm laughing, but it's truly so mean.
2: Cruel.
0: cruel. Cruel. And then I rewound about a hundred times when in the kitchen when Meredith was there with Whitney. And then Whitney walked out and Mary, I was like, ah, I didn't know she was still in that weird corner with her hands in front of her, like a museum docent. <laughs> and then the way she just watched her go and turn back and goes, women, ah! <laughs> women, I was like, I love this. That was
1: one of the most gorgeous moments I've ever seen on television. And I've seen, you know, the end of the
2: Sopranos, you know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like,
0: like- it was like, is she trying to provide us a button? Is she, kind- it was almost like sitcom Like she's like, I'll wrap, I'll sum this one up in one word.
2: <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield.
0: Women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Women. And then the look on her face, and she was laughing and kind of dancing. I was like,
2: I cannot believe We've it. We've never
1: seen a character like her in all of the Housewives universes. We've never.
2: Well, they're all our characters, Danielle. <laughs> she just always looks like she, everything looks like an accidental outfit. It's like that's all expensive, but none of it works.
1: But that's what I love.
2: I know. But it's like- <laughs> yeah. And
0: <laughs> that's what that's why I'm yeah? here.
2: Is there something else? <laughs> no, I have nothing left to say.
0: I also like the presence of security <sighs> in oh, this yeah. episode. I felt like, you know, they were caught with their pants down in the Sprinter van when Jen lunged at Lisa. And now it was like, you better get there and you better stay there. I almost feel like Lisa had made such a stink that we haven't seen off camera of like, she almost killed me. I want security with me every single second. So that's why that guy kept like bobbing and weaving and like (laughs) slipping into the bathrooms. It was so crazy to see him there.
1: Well, Lisa, when something is shouted, when Lisa shouts the sentence, I'm richer than all of you. I don't need to be here. I mean, you need security.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That line. That line is the the most disgusting line I've ever heard. Also, I don't think it's true. No way.
1: You think Vita Tequila is like? No way.
0: <laughs> Her house looks like it's. There's been a house flip, and it was a nice flip. Okay, you know the it's nice paint and it's nice. Like it's all just paint and like silver faucets. There's no nothing warm. It's a house devoid of warmth to a degree <laughs> that's like, are we in an office that you put a baby grand in? Every house
1: is no. I was, this Meredith's is what I was too. Saying. Every
0: house on Salt Lake City ha- is. Devoid
1: of furniture, except for Mary's, which has all the furniture. Yes.
0: Empty. Empty. Right. They all were forced to load up their furniture <laughs> and drop it at Mary's before the filming started. It was strange. Ask. Nothing. Heather has one, like, live, laugh, learn, you know, kind of thing,
2: you know, like a poster up. But, like, that is it. Yeah, Lisa's house has, like, one couch from tea gallery, and then that's it. <laughs>
0: And that is it. It made me laugh that Heather was in two scenes in which and one was for a preview for next week, but seemed like she had gone back to the same kind of field and and done a scene in front of six people in folding yeah, the chairs. college reveal. UCSB. <laughs> is that something that's ever happened before? Maybe it's like. You know how gender reveal parties kind of came into fashion? Yeah, this is the new gender
1: reveal. So we're going to – California is going to be set on fire fucking again because someone's got to reveal their goddamn college. Field. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, I will say that every once in a while we get a quick, like, camera sweep on Heather's
0: ex-husband.
2: Oh, yes. <laughs>
0: he is – Terrible. Oh, yeah. He yeah. is tough to look at. He looks like your cartoon yeah. Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> He does. He does. Yeah. And that's tough. (laughs) Thank you, Casey. Can I say one thing about Mary and uh, Meredith's friendship? See, I think Meredith is, at her core, a very, very nice person. And I think she sensed very early on, you know, Mary, you know, there's something going on there with Mary. And I think she kind of felt like... I don't want this woman to be kind of off on her own in this show. And, and I think that's where the, everyone's like, where could this friendship stem from? I'm like, I think Meredith was like, I like Mary. She's been nice to me. And like, I'm going to kind of stick up for her and stick with her. And and I actually think it's coming from a very nice place. And I think that Mary genuinely yeah. really likes Meredith. Like, I don't no. find that friendship so strange. Neither
1: do I. And I when, when Whitney in her sunburned screams <laughs> was like, where are you from? Meredith, Mary! Like, screaming at her. I was like, she's sitting right next to her. I was like, she's sitting next to her. She doesn't need to scream to show her support
0: for Meredith. Now she'll scream in the church. (laughs) That's her job. She's saving
1: her voice! She's also, like, being (laughs) the most sane person you know, like, she is the one that is the most grounded
0: right now. See, I liked her in that, for sure, in that outfit, in that scene with the gold,
2: um, <laughs> whatever it was. Oh, me
0: too. In the gold sort of, like, skirt. <laughs> I, did yes. I did, too. I look, did, too. Look, different to disagree. Know?
2: Agree to disagree. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay, wonderful, wonderful, she has wonderful. the resources.
2: She should look ten at all times. And it feels like she's, like, rolling around in honey, and then clothes get stuck to her on her way out the door. <laughs> but um what are you what are you gonna do?
1: I'm Ooh. curious, speaking of outfits, we've <laughs> we only seen Meredith in blazers. But to me, just blazers for every occasion. But when she was getting ready to work out in a blazer, that's where I draw the line.
0: Don't you remember? <laughs> And, like, it was like, I know you normally say you pair a blazer with slacks, but her slacks are like blazer slacks. It's like all two blazers. It's like she's wearing one on top, one below. Someone told her, never don't be in a blazer. <laughs> you can put feathers on it, but it still needs to be a blazer.
2: Right. She'll combine like a blazer with a dress.
0: Yes. That oh, yeah. No she'll, com- she'll combine a blazer with a blazer. That's <laughs> right. She's just blazer on blazer on blazer. <laughs> now, Seth. This is a question, and this is just a question. It's just a question. It truly is just that. Now, is Seth kind of like, oh, I, the cameras are here. I'm going to have a drink just because I'm a little nervous, right, before the cameras are here, or is it chicken in the egg? <laughs> is he <laughs> drinking and then the cameras come? What, what's going on?
2: I think the drinks before the cameras are there.
0: Okay. Look, he's a good time Charlie, you know. He's looking a little
1: worse <laughs> for the wearer this
2: season. Ooh, Depression-era hobo.
0: What was that, Bridger? <laughs>
2: He, he looks like he lives by the hobo code <laughs> Which is <laughs> He looks like he travels by train mm-hmm.
0: With a bindle He does, he's like a traveling salesman
2: <laughs> That's true You too. can I tell you There was a moment, a couple episodes ago You know the golf course, course they went to yeah, The worst looking golf yeah. course in the world mm-hmm. Across the street from my first job <gasps> At Gecko's Mexican Grill
1: Wait, you're
0: from Salt Lake?
2: That, I've been to that golf course many times
0: I forgot how dare we as journalists, Danielle? I know this fact about you. I've just like, <laughs> it's its know? much like the honey that you said Mary rolled around and looks like her clothes stuck to her. It's like, I, I knew it. It was too close to me to re- to say, Bridger, <laughs> you are from Salt Lake. How have we been so remiss?
2: I know these, w- they- these women and the culture they're from very well. Tell
0: us everything. How does it relate to you? your kind of the lens with which you're watching these? gorgeous gals
2: oh my god it feels uh like the most distorted trip home every week just a nightmare (laughs) version of going on a trip home but i i've now been you know i've been to beauty lab and laser twice
0: like do you regress to your old self like in you know your high school self when you watch the
2: show yeah i completely revert back to like age 15 um no i i mean everything about it is so fascinating to watch for me because i i know i mean the from the diet Soda consumption—it's all very familiar. Wow!
0: And did you grow up Mormon? I did. And are you still?
2: No, 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 no. Okay. I mean, the Mormon Church has been very clear how they feel about homosexuals. Have they? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, they've been very <laughs> up and back, <laughs> and all truly as all over the place as they possibly could be, but never in a good way.
0: Yeah. No. Right. No.
2: Somehow getting worse. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, I feel that. And may I ask, are your parents still in the? They church?
2: are. Wow. My My parents and uh, some of my family.
0: And is that a point of contention between you and your parents?
2: Not at all. I mean, it it was like kind of a, not, I wouldn't say contention, but like difficulty for a Mm -hmm. while. But never, it was never that bad. My parents are wonderful.
1: Oh, that's, and are they friends with one Lisa Barlow or, you
2: know? (laughs) Uh, Lisa Barlow lives, lives pretty close to my parents. Wow.
1: And do your parents have furniture? (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, my parents own furniture. Their walls are not bare.
1: I just wasn't sure if it was a Salt Lake thing or like, oh, don't put a <laughs> and s- not a stitch on your wall. <laughs>
0: so your experience is not really the experience of Heather's, which does seem a bit like for her to kind of not be in the church is is like the most radical idea. Like, did you feel like people stopped speaking to you?
2: No, I didn't. I mean, maybe people I don't care about stop talking to me, but uh, everyone that wow. I love and care about is still part of my life, basically. Wow. That's I mean, great. my aunts are still in the church, and they, I, I talk to them about the housewives all the time. One of them will send me updates. Aunt Rosemary will send. She sent me a photo. She spotted Heather in the wild. Boots on the ground,
0: Aunt Rosemary. <laughs> oh, Aunt Rosemary. Thank you. She's incredible.
2: So I'm getting all sorts of behind the scenes gossip from people in Utah all the time. Yeah.
0: So what does the Mormon community make of Salt Lake? Are are they kind of like, I'm loving it? Or do they feel like their religion is being kind of uh, taken down?
2: I think it's probably a bit of a source of embarrassment. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing is, is none of these women are really Mormon. Like Lisa Barlow is not a Mormon. I mean, I can't figure out what she's talking about when she says she's Mormon because it's like what part of your lifestyle has anything to do with Mormonism right mm-hmm. uh Heather obviously like actually was Mormon at some point and so like and so was you can tell Whitney just the fact that she's drinking that much soda oh no Lisa's <laughs> drinking the soda so forgive me but Whitney uh, has
1: a Mormon vibe she does a
2: total Mormon vibe her husband has a mega Mormon vibe uh no one has looked more like a Mormon man than Whitney's mm. husband. just kinda <laughs> uh, it's hard to say it, it, that weird i think you've kind said. of scandinavian by way of a sewer face <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: scandinavian
2: by way of sewer <laughs> <laughs> and look, I know a lot of i should i should back up and say I know a lot of good looking mormons, but that like hes a very you're, what, you're gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh, God bless. God bless. But uh, that he is the face of. He's the face of Mormonism to <laughs> you. He's the face of a straight Mormon man. Ah, uh, like he's. Anytime I get off the airport, uh, get off the plane in Salt Lake, I'm like, that's Whitney's husband. He's everywhere. It's almost like a Bing John Malkovich, where every male body has that head on it.
0: <laughs> and he also. He also has a
2: sunburn quite
0: a bit. Yeah. Oh, none of them can take the sun, <laughs> and there's not a tree to be found.
2: There are not a lot of trees,
0: and I, you know how much I love her so much. Um, he, he, he does, have a, yeah, kind of also like sister wives crossover vibe there. Right,
2: a hundred percent. You could see him like on a ranch with like ten wives who are forty years younger than him. But uh, I've been outside their mm-hmm. house. My sister, my sister knew where they lived. drove me. I got a picture. I've been to the beauty lab and laser twice.
1: What? I mean, we've been, (sighs) we've touched down there. You
2: have?
0: Yeah, we went, we 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 did a sabbatical
2: and we took ourselves. Did you get uh, any treatments done?
0: No, because we were, well, I I took photos with Heather kind of lasering my vagina, but I didn't do the treatments because we were interviewing her and she's a doll. And Whitney is actually, she is the nice person. Um, but look, you know, these views are our guests and not our (laughs) own. Um, anything else Bridger on, you know, I, I'm interested is next week, the finale, how many episodes do we have? Because what we're hearing next is we're at Vita and then Jenny's, like, throwing a wine glass at Meredith, and Meredith is muttering and wandering off with a blazer, and Seth, and what is going on? Jenny looks like, um, you know, they've, like, we've heard her say, like, I had to go to anger management, and we've seen her screaming, you know, but. And she broke her husband's rib, and then she's also been accused. Sure, but we heard <laughs> about
2: that. This is, like. Oh, we're going to see her grand exit. I heard this her well, exit.
1: Speaking of exits, I will also say that Mary, you know, didn't show up to the reunion. And then people are like, well, Mary's mm. gone. And then she supposedly sent out some tweet that's like, oh, no, I'm not gone from the Real Housewives next season. Like, I'm still. And then she was like, I'm leaving them Real Housewives.
0: Like, it was just... <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ma'am, we've been filming for two months. <laughs> She's like, as have I in my closet with my ring cam. <laughs> Honestly, if they would just pepper in Mary in her closet, I think we would all just get what we need and not feel we're kind of like, I don't know, maybe like exploiting a woman who there's been great trauma there. And and I think something going on and but to see her in her element amongst the fashions, I'm happy with that. I don't need her to interact with housewives. You know what I mean? If they could just pepper and sprinkle that, I'm good.
1: But I have, and again, I'm not saying Mary is kind. I'm just saying that, like, I've seen all of them, except for maybe Meredith, be just as mean, if not horrible, to each other. So why stand? Well, maybe not Heather. Heather's not mean. She, she uh, and Whitney no, I, is but, nice. But Whitney and said Heather, some yeah. shitty things. I like Whitney, but she had Jen has said thing. some been things. So for them to be like, well, Mary's the meanest out of all of us. I mean, allegedly with her church, there are allegations, and I, you know. We don't know for sure, but it does feel like something's afoot. But I have seen them say and do the meanest things. So to say that Mary is the meanest, I just I haven't seen her do anything that they haven't done
0: personally. Mary has been nothing but kind to me. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times she said, Mary has been nothing but kind to me. So what is going on <laughs> with her voice? So kind to me. Hunched <laughs> oh over that island and that terrible wood stool and turning back around and Whitney legs a Kimbo with just too short of a dress. Bless them. Bless them. Indeed, Bridger. Bless them. Well, should we take a little break and and come back with our heads held high for New Jersey, Danielle? Please. Oh, we're back. We're back. Bridger, where are you with New Jersey? You know, we've now seen two gorgeous episodes of The Gals, and it's very hot in New Jersey as well. I just... I feel hot watching it. Summer summer in the city. You
2: Watching it, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm in New York right now. Like, I can feel the New Jersey, just that East Coast humidity.
1: They yep. keep it's- talking about it. Every time they walk in, they're like, oh, it's so hot out. I'm so sweaty. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> just like barely move. Huh. Do I sweat? Do I pit sit? Like- Letting myself in. It's too hot. <laughs> it's too hot. We got to go inside.
0: It's too hot. Oh, oh. Ice cream trucks here. I gotta get some ice cream before anybody else gets some. It's so hot out. (laughs) Cute dress, short. So hot. (laughs) It's very, very, very hot. Uh, What do you think, Bridger? I'm, uh,
2: I'm having an incredible time. This is my first real time watching the Jersey Housewives, and Mm -hmm. I've obviously because they are so have become so iconic, especially you know Teresa, Joe. Like they're very familiar. They've been. I'm like picking through them, but this Louise video. I was not familiar with until about a week ago.
0: Oh, Louis! Louie. I oh. thought he was Louis too. Oh, Louis, yeah.
2: Louis. Louis. Yes. Yeah. Louis video is and I looked it up. I also need him to address the video. I know they <laughs> all do. are looking forward to him addressing the video. You really need it. But what <laughs> I I'm I'm like truly the whatever is happening, the things they're talking about with Jennifer's husband the affair that was apparently was it a decade ago with not the he made it very clear it wasn't the receptionist it was like a a professional Uh, pharmaceutical pharma
0: rep not the
1: office (laughs) manager
0: the pharma rep (laughs) big difference Uh (laughs) what did she mean by that like i know she meant like get your facts right but in her mind is that a better affair or a
2: worse affair i think better i think he wasn't just sleeping i think better too you know the person taking calls He was sleeping with the person making calls.
1: The pharma rep is someone in the medical field. Basically a doctor. (laughs) That's right. Basically a doctor.
0: Right. One step
1: away. And I say this as my sister is a pharma rep. So I
0: all...
2: I I love a farmer up and I love your sister. But just within these first two episodes, there is so much to untangle. You want to focus more on on Louise's video. We've got to get, I mean, I need to see Louise's video. (laughs) I mean, I need to see him talk about what was happening in that video and whatever abusive camp he went to where these men are just broken, absolutely shattered to the fact that they have to address a video and there's someone off camera coaching him to be more honest and he's having a very hard time with it. And then... We see him, the next time we see him, he's completely sunburned and not talking to anybody.
1: <laughs> well, that's what this does yeah. to you.
2: That's
1: the effect. That's, <laughs> that's what it does to you. Now, him. the big debate we were having about the video last week, and maybe you can settle this. Did you think
0: that Louis was in a jacuzzi? Louis, a- <laughs> guys. It's Louis. <laughs> Lou, it's not Louise. It's not I Louis. think
2: it, Let's go with Louise.
1: <laughs> Did you
0: find <laughs> okay, Louise? On, Louise? Did you think that he was
1: in a a hot tub during this video or b a beach a beach he was standing a on a beach for sure right it, was, it had hot tub
2: vibes to me you think it was in a hot tub yes a hot tub in the middle of what the desert no it was on a, in a in a resort i what resort it looks like i mean whatever it was it's a very sparse environment i it almost looked like they had been shipwrecked <laughs>
0: maybe <laughs> <laughs> it looks like lost. <laughs> I feel like those guys were having fun most of the week and then it was like, "Alright, we're going to make the videos." So like show everybody what we yeah, did here. Mostly we were just looking at girls. Yeah, he's like, "I got to uh, we're going to just take 40 minutes and then we'll head over to the bar."
1: Now, you're you're a <laughs> comedy writer, Bridger. What did you make of the comedy acts and stuff? Oh.
0: Yeah.
2: I In Atlanta. I have City. never turned around on like a, I was like, "Joe's kind of like Look, he's not. I don't know that he's a good-looking guy, but it's like he's like got a he's got, like built. He's like a muscly guy. It's like he's like a, a macho Italian guy. Yeah. And then you see him on stage with the worst comedy act of all time. You're like, this is the most pathetic person I have ever seen making an observation <laughs> about dogs humping the air. What are we talking? <laughs> about? It's just. Does he perform comedy frequently? No, but I guess, oh, look, he does.
1: You. I think it, they tore around
2: the. He the does all work. alt clubs. Yeah, I alt, alt, alt clubs. Yeah, it's it's like alt comedy,
1: like, like, like <laughs> underground, you live, like a living room, situ, you know, like <laughs> everyone's just sitting around snapping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Now I will say the whole Gia Joe kind of tree. Thing that's been going on. I, I was crying. I don't know what kind of place I'm in. But see Bridger, we have witnessed this over, I mean, 15 of years.
2: You've watched her grow We've up, We've
0: watched her grow up. We've watched her father, who's such a piece of shit, literally put her mother in jail, mm-hmm. take her mother from them. And then I do 100% agree with Joe, which is like, they were robbed of time. You know, Teresa was robbed of time with her mother, and also, like, I do believe this what happened contributed to the decline of of their father. I do. and and that's life, and these things happen. but i I also think we've seen for fifteen seasons, Teresa be like, "You better defend me, Joe. And he is now, and he's coming out and saying what we all know, which is like her father is a monster, and now she's mad at Joe. I'm just kind of like, I don't know, she's an adult now. She can handle that, Danielle, you disagree. I disagree.
1: And this is why it is her father. And look, do we all know he's a piece of shit? Yes. Does she probably know deep down in her heart? Yes.
0: In the final end scene, I thought, oh, she does. She knows,
1: know. but she's like, I can't go there anymore. I'm in so much pain. He has caused so much pain. He's my father. I still have to love him. I still want to love him. He's my dad, and he has hes my hero. But I've watched this hero fall. I can't. And mm. when I, what she was really saying is like, it's over. Can please let it be in the past? Because like, and she has therapy to deal with about you know, like I, I don't know that she's having it, but like, but
0: Joe is the son of these parents. But Joe is also the uncle
1: to this daughter who he has been a father to on some level and he's got to act like it. He's got to be the adult in this situation. But he's had to be a
0: father because of this guy. Exactly.
1: But he's not being a father to her. if He he doesn't have to say anything nice about him. Right? And he also has to be the adult and step up and not not talk to her for six months. He should have still pursued it instead of being out in those comedy clubs. He this is the stuff
2: he should save for the stage. Yeah, yeah. This is what he should be, be- talking about in his like,
0: act. Right. Real, like, you're right. <laughs> right. This is for the stage. I think
2: it's kind of a Meredith Mark situation where it's so emotionally fraught for everyone that no one is acting rationally. I don't think, I, I'm i kind of on both of their side. Joe, of course, he's, he can be mad forever. Gia, she, her, obviously with the father situation, she's got to be on his, he's, Fucked up the entire situation, but she still loves him, and so she doesn't want to hear. And she's probably like, "I'm ready to not hear about it." Joe just needs to be quiet. He's got it. He look, he's got his whole comedy career. <laughs> she can. She doesn't have to listen to the albums, right? Right. So he's doing he well. Just
0: he's doing keep well it for
2: his late night acts, this sort of thing, and leave her alone. Just right. <laughs> right.
0: His five his
2: midday, you know, his five
1: acts. o'clock at the Atlantic City at the Borgata. <laughs>
2: Yeah, In between dog humping jokes. Everybody
0: eating chicken. (laughs) I want to say, you know who's really I'm liking this season? And I think it's a nice season for her is Tree. It's just Teresa. It's just a nice season for her. I I, I think she's holding back, Danielle. I mean, can you imagine other seasons if Margaret had said at a barbecue, like, your boyfriend needs to, like, defend (laughs) that video. She's like, have some respect. It's my house. I'm like, this is not the Teresa.
2: Simmering. I think yeah. that that's, it's just a, a long it's game right for there. her. It's right
0: there. Okay. Okay, well, all I want to say though is, it, and maybe I have a deeper, I think I have a deeper <laughs> understanding of Teresa since Ultimate Girls Trip, which is I see her a little differently, which is like when, even when she saw Jen's son and she's like, hey, hon, hi, thanks, hon. I actually think Teresa in her normal life, and this was said a million times on Ultimate Girls Trip, is kind of just a dumb sweetie. And on this show, she's been pushed. And I'm not saying like things happen to Teresa, but they do. And she goes there. And now we see Gia. I know everybody loves Gia so much, guys, but Gia's, she's, 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 she's a fucking <laughs> centimeter away from Teresa. I said it. We will see all of that same behavior. She is her mother. But I'm liking her a little more. I feel like she's happy this season and a little more, dare I say, charming?
1: I feel like we got some
0: tough hairline work. <laughs> oh. And you know, people have always likened her hairline to mine, Danielle. Uh, no way. Before I got, then I got my bangs, but people say we have the same no, hairline. There
1: was, this, this ponytail. do.
0: This ponytail, we really
1: saw the thing
2: yes
1: yeah that was a tough. like i'm just it's like, like a
2: swooping down towards the when feet. she
1: had that ponytail and i was like i i can't catch a glimpse of a forehead like it's just nowhere in sight <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah it was just so that was tough and i also think her explanation her defense of how her spreading <laughs> the jackie rumor Versus the Gen rumor. She's so
0: dumb. Oh, it was a rumor. I was being a girl's girl. <laughs> I just, I, what it's mine was, why? was a rumor. This is truth. And that's why it's bad. I was like, what? So guess who's having The best season of her life is Dolores. This is Dolores's, so Dolores. this is her, you know, Dolores has kind of been in the shadows and in the wings and kind of like the friend in between. And Dolores is-
2: She's got the townhouse. She's got the turtle bread.
0: She's in a townhouse. Soaring. <laughs> she's soaring she also has no furniture but she's soaring and i feel like when she finally because you know how she defends teresa so much and it gets annoying when she was finally like look yeah the the way teresa's kind of trying to spin this about uh jackie it it doesn't work and then she just started laughing she's (laughs) like but that's the story she's sticking to and i was like thank you dolores Now, I like Dolores kind of coming around with Margaret. That was an interesting scene because Dolores is traditionally stuck with Jen and Tree. And now she's kind of meeting Margaret and Margaret's caps at this furniture store, (laughs) which sidebar the purple carpet that Marge picked out. (gasps) I was... It's so
1: funny because when they were in that store, that store to me seems sort of like beachy and neutral tones. And I was like, this doesn't look like a Margaret store to me. And then when she loved the purple carpet, I was like,
2: here we go. Here we (laughs) go. go. She's like, you get that wall to wall. She's predicting the comeback of carpet. She said, I think carpet's coming back. I kind of believe her. And then the woman who makes carpet
0: was like, for sure.
2: How many rooms have you got? (laughs)
0: <laughs> and margaret's like my home is being foreclosed on
2: so margaret's
1: garbage i love margaret but she is garbage
0: <laughs> i love margaret i love her i mean he's garbage i i love her i, I do I, I but yeah what do you think bridger i
2: i mean just the the fact that she's like predicting trends about carpet, I was immediately on board with her. I'm totally fine. She yeah. thinks that sort is very cute. I don't think it's a cute uh, furniture store. Uh, I think her taste is clearly horrible. Um, and yeah. so I'm I'm supporting whatever she does this season.
1: <laughs> I have a question for you though. When when she said this is where I lost faith in Margaret. Okay, look, mm-hmm. Jen and her new chin nose are tough to
2: watch, Ooh. but.
1: <laughs> that nose job.
2: Don't guy. give me that profile ever again.
0: <laughs>
1: so, oh, it's a toughie. It's a toughie toenail. I'm settling into it. I'm
0: very much actually settling oh, into the
2: not. new nose and chin. I, I am. I don't think that's possible. I don't think it's possible. It
0: is possible. I've accepted it and I've integrated it and I'm processed. And <gasps> I'm shocked and, I'm, I'm and,
1: good I'm shocked and upset every time she turns around. I'm like, it was like huh!
2: she's not settling into it.
1: No, she's not settling well, in. no, because her face is rejecting it. No. Well, the face already rejected the chin. The chin's out. We haven't seen the chin since it's been out, but the chin's out. And so when Margaret walks over and goes, why are you crying? Why are you crying? It's like, you know why she's crying. Like, like again, I'm not saying that Jen hasn't said the meanest things to Margaret, but to go over when someone is hysterical crying because their husband had an affair that has not been dealt with at all.
0: <laughs> that you told the world about.
1: And then going, why are you crying? Come on, why are you crying? It's like. Yeah, she goes, the girls will be fine. They'll go to therapy. They'll be fine. Oh, when she said that. <gasps> I was dying. That was
0: crazy. It was wild. And I like that other girl. I forget her name. The, the little blonde was like. I love my friends, but this seems a little much that they're kind of like, yeah, they don't understand why Jen's crying. I was like, yeah, I also like Jen's quote, which really made me laugh about how she was justifying going to Dolores's party. She goes, she's trying to hurt my family, but I won't let her hurt my friendships.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But then she wasn't prepared at all. She She was crying at moment one. She wasn't even poked or prodded. She just walked, yeah. walks in the door and starts crying.
0: It was so interesting to me, her reaction at the party. It was like, I know we were like, call oh, this is the Real Housewives and things are real, but that was a real reaction. I've never seen Jen more calm than when <laughs> Margaret was like, oh, your husband's cheating. I mean, the Jen we know would have thrown tables, would have, <laughs> she was just like, no, it's a pharmaceutical rep. And Bill, she was like, we need to leave. <laughs> like it was so <laughs> eerie and
1: chilling. She dropped she dropped down into her
0: purest. Yes. She's like, and he's like, do you want to say goodbye to Teresa? She's like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh-oh. And the fact that I felt really bad for her when she was like, I was nine months pregnant. I have nothing. I have no money.
2: You see those yeah. photos. You know,
0: I, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then when she said the baby was born the next day, I mean, this is like a Chloe Kardashian scenario, but it really shocked me when she was like, and that's the only time we ever spoke about it.
1: That is to me
0: the real chilling.
1: Chilling. She hasn't told her parents. She didn't tell her friend. That's how deep she buried it.
0: Now, look, she got what was coming to her based on her behavior,
1: unfortunately.
0: And and I think (laughs) somebody
1: said it right, which, and maybe it was Dolores. It's like she wanted someone to be, like when she was digging around for that Jackie scoop, she asked somebody else in Jersey,
0: and then called <laughs> Big Frankie. She did make me laugh, and she was like, it's human nature. It's basic curiosity. I was kind of like, I, I'm with her. <laughs> no. I hear her. No. And for her to have Jackie over for whatever that was in that gazebo, and say, like, I've been terrible to Jackie. I've basically perpetuated rumors about her husband, but I think she can give me advice <laughs> about how to do this. Well, look,
1: you know who's the real bad guy here? Is... Her husband, when she had that like non-birthday, non-birthday birthday. birthday (laughs) I was like, no one I know in this crew. (laughs) When she had that non-birthday birthday birthday party for her little daughter, because she couldn't have a summer birthday, Mm. she couldn't have a pool potty. And so when she has that and he's like... He's going to hide upstairs today and she has to fucking deal with the cameras and the people. Like when he gets to just fucking hide in his goddamn room. She didn't even get her makeup on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, she, this she was, was at her lowest. She's okay. like, the camera's She
0: on. had a purse on. A purse on at her own house. Because she was getting ready to crossbody. <laughs> <She> was- <laughs> yeah, I was like never seen a hostess have a purse on.
1: Oh, well. No, that was a. I I noticed that as well. And I was like, oh, things are. She she
0: seems so flustered. She's having to
1: have a party in a nice cream truck and four bounce water slides. And then Bill gets to fucking sit up in that room.
2: (laughs) He set up the trays of french fries, the tin of penne or whatever was happening there, (laughs) and then took off. Bridger,
0: <laughs> get the cherry coke uh, gun working. You know you're only
1: allowed to have this today because it's your not birthday birthday. Oh,
0: yes. I'm like they have this every single day, 100%. all of them. You know. Uh. That's, like, what I do with my kids, like, when I have, like, a parent come over and I realize they're seeing something that I probably shouldn't be doing as a parent. Like, they'll see, like, the the switch out, you know, Mario. And I'm like, remember, just on Saturdays, and it's like, <laughs> nobody cares. And why am I doing this, like, performance?
1: When parents come over to my house and their kids like, can I have Cheetos? I've never seen them before, Mommy. <laughs> Mom always,
0: like, looks at me and I'm like, yeah, you can have fucking Cheetos. <laughs> like- i would lie i'd be like someone gave us those because i back to our intro i'm like am i a sociopath i'll just lie to make someone like me uh jessica st Clair said to me it looks like you have because
1: she looked in our like snack closet and she's like yeah you have a snack closet from the 1980s like before people knew about like health
2: i have a snack closet (laughs) closet otherwise i don't know
0: yeah, it's
1: like I have a kid. I have a snack closet from the eighties because I will tell you, in the eighties, I was not allowed these things. My mom would offer me like a tab and a snack well, and was like, "Be on your way." And so I'm like, "Have whatever you want, like just in, you know, like just moderation." Anyway,
0: I love your snack closet. It's it's Thank perfect. <laughs> it is. I mean, you know, I want to say I I think of all our housewives, I, I think Jackie's one of our nicest. Yeah. She, look, she's got her stuff we all know, but she's a good person. I mean, really good person. Like, I just think we rarely see, like, she, her best friend is Margaret. She hates Jen, you know, but, but you can just tell she's actually, I'm like, it's so rare we see a compassionate person who kind of pushes through. Like, I thought it was really sweet when she said to Margaret, she's like, look, I am loyal to you, but I will say, please know she's in a very vulnerable state. And I have had to do that with friends sometimes where you're just like, I know you guys are in a fight, but like, I do have a shred of humanity. I'm not saying I'm a great person. I'm just saying, like, You just never see that normal behavior that we all listening might exhibit on The Housewives. And I think she's a really nice person.
2: Yeah, she has. I mean, has absolutely no reason to do that on the show. Mm -mm. So the fact that she's bothering to give it a shot, I think, speaks volumes about her
0: especially after she finds out that Jen is, like, dialing up people trying to find out and drill down on this rumor about her husband. And then she's like, I'm here for you as a mom.
1: Well, but it does make me laugh because everyone's like, well, you and I have been through the same thing. She's like, but my husband didn't cheat. It
0: keeps happening. And then later, Jen's like, well, you and I have been through the same thing. And she's like, <laughs> she's like "But mine's yeah, not, real. She, mine's not real. he didn't cheat. Like, she just keeps, like, screaming it. <laughs> well,
2: it oh, my laugh. God. God. What else? What else? Have we talked about Melissa? What, mm. What's happening with Melissa? No, we
1: have not. What do you want to say about Melissa? I,
2: I mean, I don't. Ha- I, as kind of a newbie to the franchise, she to me kind of strikes me as the evil version of Jennifer.
0: Wow, it's so interesting you say that, Bridger, because what you're getting, I think, is more of like an essence stamp. Because I'll just say, traditionally, she is seen as like a very nice, normal, this oh, that. Oh, interesting. But this last episode, the way she was kind of coming at Gia and an inner. I thought I actually I literally wrote it down. I said, I think Melissa is worse than tree for the first time I've ever, (laughs) ever, ever, ever thought that because she parades as like, I'm the normal and I'm just the sister-in-law like Bridger, interesting. Sometimes it's good to talk to people who aren't as steeped in the text as we are. Danielle,
2: (laughs) you're lost in the woods of these ladies. And I'm coming in with a little bit of a clear new insight. That's that's what I felt about her. That was my first impression. (sighs)
0: Wow. Interesting.
1: You're really shining a
0: light. No, I, I think we're going to, I think, I even felt it a little bit on again on Ultimate Girls Trip. Like, I'm starting to see these gals out in the wild a little more, and I'm starting to understand them. Are you them.
1: seeing, are you on Teresa's side of why she hates Melissa deep down, Casey?
0: I'm starting. Both of you. <laughs> I, I'm starting to just question Melissa. That, that's as far as I'm willing to go right now.
1: I support and you. I'm right not there. willing
0: to say anything else.
1: Because Teresa for years has been saying she's a gold digger. She took my brother away. She's a prostitution whore. Well, you know.
0: Okay, Danielle. No, <laughs> of those things, I guess, when you put it so plainly. But No, I'm curious. Uh, no judgment. Just a question. No, I'm more just like, oh, I've always thought Melissa's so squeaky clean and innocent, and I'm just not seeing her that way anymore. I'm 40 now. I'm like, oh, sweetie, no. It's not only that. Her hands
2: are not clean. That's can right. There's you can tell there's some, you know, really planning. there's no
0: sunscreen on them. There's no <laughs> she doesn't need them. She's got gorgeous. Like well, I'm saying she's not applying to Joe. <laughs> no, she's not. Sorry to laugh at my stupid joke. Her hands aren't clean. I think you're right.
2: I think there's you're some right. scheming, some, you know, subtle plotting going on there that will probably reveal and itself. And I think
0: holding on by her fingernails for like power and and just holding on the way she was like busy being back and forth. Every time a fight was happening, Melissa was the first to like bring the other girls over and be like, "What's <laughs> happening?"
1: Now, I know you're not steeped in the culture of Jersey Bridger. but what did you make of uh Dolores and David not being together anymore? Like, you've kind of heard Ooh. just what she-
2: Heartbreaking to hear her kind of trying to work her. We're not living. We're still dating. I was like, oh, what's I think it might be time to let go. Yeah, I mean, I think the writing is could not be more on the wall with that situation. I mean, she could barely (laughs) choke up those words of like this. (laughs) Li- <laughs> basically yes. lying it, it to was, everyone.
1: Still, we still call him my boyfriend. it's yeah, like, like
2: uh,
0: name, oh
2: <laughs> No, he's <She's laughs> like,
0: but I haven't heard from <laughs> him in months. <laughs> like, what? And then the way she's like, oh, we're not really like, you know, together as much. The way the women go, oh! And then Jackie's like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> it was just so crazy and pronounced. I also want to just point out an amazing Chiron that I feel there was a gentleman that we've seen kind of in scenes here and there, but then was like very much in the thick of the Gia Joe of it all, which was Tony. He had, quote, Teresa's friend slash pool contractor.
2: <laughs> friend first. No, I would say pool contractor pool first.
1: You think so? First, yeah. Then, so you think the Chiron was mislabeled? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it should have been booked. He was really like when, G- like the camera was bouncing back between Gia and Joe, it was like Gia Joe Tony. <laughs> I was like, who's this guy? Get him out of here. Oh, gosh. Anything else? I mean, I'm excited. I think we have such a major season coming. I cannot wait to see Dolores lunge at Jackie. I'm just so excited for what's to come.
2: Dolores has her own kingdom now in that townhouse. She's ordering so much shaped bread. (laughs) I'm excited to see what she does with that.
1: What were all the shapes? There was a turtle, a dolphin, an alligator. An
2: alligator, a lobster. I think there was a A lobster. A lobster. And there were more. There were certainly more. And I will say, you don't order that much shaped bread when you're in it, unless you're single. <laughs>
0: so. Oh my god, Bridger! Stop! You don't order that much shaped bread unless you're single.
2: I'm just saying it. So.
0: <laughs> wow, you're really saying it. And now you've really said it. And I don't know what you said, actually, but I know what you said. I, I'm i both so unsure. I've never been more sure. About David it.
2: I, is not coming home.
0: It, it. <laughs> I'm sending you this bread
1: <laughs> to tell you that
0: your husband's not coming home. <laughs> right. You're not buying those shaped mm-hmm. breads. Unless you're single. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So th- those gals should have looked down at the shaped mm-hmm. bread and known things are <laughs> off. With Don't David. even ask. Don't even ask. There <laughs>
1: were six people and twelve rooms of
0: spread. It was, I was never. And the spread was like teetering on like a, a ladder in one room, and like <laughs> a you know, there was no surfaces. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Well, there, you could put it all on the pool table on the fifth floor.
0: <laughs> I feel like as as the seasons have gone on in Housewives, I'm sure in the beginning, you know, it was like, oh, gosh, where's the crew? Can we move this? And can we move that to get into these rooms? And now they're like, oh, we're in such empty rooms. We can shove like 27 crew members. It's like, just must be they must love it from a production yeah. standpoint. They, open
2: field. they don't have
1: to. They don't have to worry about paintings. Yep. And you know how like you have to worry about like artwork and photographs on the wall because you can't, yep.
0: they don't have to worry about that. What we Legally like... clear them. Yeah. No, I... nothing to clear here. Nothing except clear. some home goods, um,
1: <laughs> home you goods know, latitudes and some, yeah. and some Vita vodka. Vita <laughs> Guys, Wow, Bridger, you have made my day. You're the funniest human being. Oh, <laughs> I'm so thrilled
2: to be here. I, you know a late, a late adopter to the housewives in general, but I'm just so on board at this point. And I, Absolutely, credit those Salt Lake City gals. They've really brought me into the fold in a way that's your hometown. Yeah, gals. I'm very proud they're of your them. Gals. I, it's almost like I'm cheering on my home team. I think that they're doing the best job.
0: Well, wow, and I'm cheering on my home team, which is Potomac, and I feel like they're doing the best mm-hmm. job. And it's nice to have hometown pride. And Danielle, are you cheering on Miami? Well,
1: I cheer on. I, I'm in Atlanta, Stan, only because I grew up most of my life in Atlanta, and those are the, so that is your so home team. so that is my home team. But I have yeah. just gone on board with Miami. Um, I moved there as a teenager. So Miami, and I know. <laughs> How
0: many cities are there, guys, that, that Danielle's moved and still has two cities to, co- to call on? And Richard and, and I, I each York,
1: have one. I have New York. I have Beverly. You're right. I have all.
0: The- Beverly Hills. And we have
1: Orange County. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. But I will say, wow. so Atlanta is my home team, but I am loving Miami right now. Yeah. And I, and I know we're not I can...
0: talking about it enough, but, you know, Kanye West's penis is being, you know, discussed about its girth. A lot is happening Oh, there. I've got to get in you there. Know? That's all I'll say. Someone has to
1: call in, like, the hospital because they drank so much. There is uh, Martina Navratilova's wife on it. We really are. It's a great season. I'm Truly enjoying.
0: We've show. expanded our reach into sports stars. It, <laughs> yeah. It's delightful. Oh, speaking of sports stars, we also have Tiki
1: Barber in New Jersey. I mean, what are we doing? We haven't even spoken of that. So we
0: haven't even spoken of Tiki Barber. Yeah. Things are uh, afoot and happening, and I love it.
2: I will say, I, I just had so. my first Real housewife stream. First appearance by a housewife. Do you want to try to guess? I've been wa- basically watching Orange yeah. County and Salt Lake. So of those women, do you want to guess who? Okay. Yes. A, made an yes. appearance.
0: Shannon Bedore
2: No, close Heather Correct franchise uh, Noella (gasps) Noella? (gasps) I ran into Noella in my dream On the Sony lot (laughs) And apparently we had been co-workers in the past And I was like, I don't want to talk to her And she immediately began talking shit about people Which is so true to character.
0: I your Co-workers, like she was in a writers' room with you, maybe. No,
2: it was like something else. We had just known each other from a past job, and I was like, "Oh no, past life." Oh Noelle. yeah. I feel like you guys would get would hit it off. I find her deeply annoying, and I'm the most annoying thing is that I we've been made promises of meeting uh, sweet James, and
1: we've not not no sweet no James, and
2: not not a hint of sweet James.
0: And and did he appear?
2: He hasn't appeared. To, oh dream. no. I mean, until until I started watching OC, I thought that he was like a stock image purchased by a law firm to put on every (laughs) billboard in L.A.
0: Every he's on every single billboard. I don't think people who aren't from here quite realize every single billboard. There
2: was like a moment when he was just on every billboard. Mm -hmm. And I thought Mm -hmm. it was like kind of a made up thing. And I and then I started watching. I was like, oh, now we're going to see him and he'll be a real person. But he, he hasn't appeared. So my theory stands. That he doesn't exist.
1: He seems like he's one of those people. Remember those hair commercials years ago where people had hair, but then they would put a spray on to make yes. them look like they had more hair. You know what I'm saying? They would spray <laughs> their heads, basically. Kind of like Joe Giudici mm. did. I mean, Joe Gorga did in that. Remember when they fought years ago and his hair spray got all over them in the fight? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that that's what Sweet James looks like a commercial to me for is that hair
0: spray.
2: He's got that energy. Well, I mean.
0: I know we're wrapping up, but Bridger, while we have you, could you just give us a quick thought about Orange County? Anything else that's that's stirring that needs to come out? I
2: mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. You know, I feel like Orange County is a worse version of Salt Lake. I feel like it's the gals there mm. are all inferior versions of, or less interesting to watch versions of the Salt Lake City women. Uh, Noella is fascinating, right?
0: Like it almost. Sorry to cut you off, but it's like, um. Heather and Whitney, to me, are kind of like the Emily and... um, 100%. uh, Emily and Gina. Yeah. Like the normal girls, but they're like not as fun or smart. You're Mm -hmm. so
2: right. Heather is kind of the Meredith... Gina. uh, Or no, let's say Heather Dubrow is kind of the Meredith Marks, which is like kind of the maybe the most money and thinks they're better than everyone.
1: Above the fray.
2: Right. And I will say Heather Dubrow's husband is a full wooden (laughs) doll. I mean, what I don't understand what I'm looking at whenever he's on screen. And I'll also say O. C has a lot more actual Mormonism happening than Salt Lake.
1: Oh, other one's husband is a Mormon. Yeah. What's her name? Emily's Emily's husband is a Jen. Mormon.
2: Emily's oh, no. husband, DS. yes. Emily And apparently I mean, Sweet Charble's is a Mormon or oh. former Mormon. I was like, "What is happening here?" Do
0: you call it a foreman? Form? Oh, that's not a bad <laughs> trademark. That quickly. Get that T. I will get that T. PM. Public money,
1: honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Partnering with Heather. Yay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow. 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 And 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 what do you make of Shannon? Do you, you know, our kind of like OG of this crew. Love
2: Shannon. Love imagining her in her garage, just packing <laughs> envelopes. Uh, <laughs>
0: Stop, Bridger. How dare? <laughs> How dare? <laughs> How dare, how dare you point out the darkest moment. <laughs> That's her, her life. And, and do you envision her when you just in your fantasy world are just envisioning Shannon, does she have the helper there or is she now kind of
2: procking alone? I think she's on a stool alone. A stool, not even a backed chair. Right. Just causing later in life trouble. She's going to be so hunched over. She's got like a bottle of water. Is the dog there? No, I don't think the dog has any interest. The dog is probably in the house peeing on something. Are the
1: daughters coming in to lick envelopes? No
2: way. You think those daughters care?
0: But what about the boyfriend? Is he gone at this point?
2: Uh, The boyfriend gives me a real Dirty John vibe. I'm like, that guy, there's something else going on there. Something was wrong.
0: Yeah. There there are
2: some just immediate red flags from him. You think? Yeah.
0: wow see I'm so naive I'm like he's a prince that's come and save Shannon <laughs> like I'm like fed all my Disney shit like I can't get out of like the way I was raised to me he has Steve Lodge vibes mm, to me yeah you yeah, know, yeah, like he's yeah, yeah yeah
1: he's got Steve Lodge but I, I wonder if that's just every guy no offense in Orange County
2: oh almost certainly right yeah wow oh sure. and uh, I mean let's just say Nicole Nicole the mysterious interloper who had sued Heather and her husband. <laughs> yeah, former Kid Rock girlfriend. I mean, everything mm-hmm. happening with her. She puts on makeup
1: as if she is a dolly in she uh, like whatever happened to Baby
0: Jane. I've never <laughs> seen it before. Mm. Like
1: it's always just like little two little circles yeah. for blush, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Raggedy so Ann, odd. like two little red circles yes.
1: on her cheeks. <laughs> I'm like, we've seen bad makeup on these shows, but this is so specifically bad.
0: Yeah, so odd. Well, she seems to have had some many, many plastic surgery concerns in the past. And maybe she's having to do some like specific makeup to kind of.
2: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Now, what do you think of Jen and Ryan? Ryan.
2: Oh, formerly Ryan. Uh, I, uh, I find him incredibly stupid, uh, Mm. which I think she also does. And I think that their relationship is not long for this world. The no, most recent he just gaslights no. her. Right. And then she was on the elliptical talking to him. He doesn't seem to care. He's the like, and then trying to make the thing out of him, not wearing a shirt. That's not an interesting thing.
0: Nor is his body warrant this discussion. Oh,
2: right. <laughs> right. No, and no. his face certainly doesn't. Um, no. So Dr. Jen is a- an interesting to watch. Yeah. Uh, I- I'm, curious to see what happens with her and ryan they did meet at a breakfast buffet which i support yeah.
0: you it's support that bag. yes oh. okay to you kind support of it and meat eyes over
2: like wet eggs kind of shoveling onto you. Who, who has a breakfast buffet where do you go to a vegas. breakfast buffet vegas. oh vegas or church. i would say
1: one of my favorite th- if i can't get a french toast stick at a breakfast buffet i go crazy <laughs> I want my French toast in stick form.
0: <laughs> I've never even heard of a stick form of French you toast. You grew up in the South and you haven't had a French toast? To. No. I've only seen
1: square.
2: It's like a
1: No, they're stick. French
2: toast halfway and a chicken finger combined, basically. A dippable yeah. French toast. Basic.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. I mean, wow. I want that. It is breakfast buffet fair. Oh, yeah, yes. I love it. <laughs> uh, Bridger, you have been absolutely incredible. Tell everyone
2: you have a podcast. Tell us about your podcast. It's called I Said No Gifts. And we uh, have a nice time. People come on. I specifically ask, no, ask for no gifts. And I've now received probably 90 some gifts. One from Casey or so. I brought you a magnet. Of a very naked Tony Danza. which Tony Danza <laughs> with his dick out. I forget yeah. that it's like in my kitchen and I'll have visitors over. And It's on Can the internet. You,
0: is it what's the Danielle. What's it like? <laughs> Sorry, wait. it's what's it like, Bridger? It's it's nice. It's, it's a it's an enormous dick.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's there's <laughs> no other way to say it. He's just and I'll I will never understand how the photo was taken. He's not posing why.
0: It, yeah. I'll tell you who the boss is. Tony Danza's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, it, it 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 like it puts a lot of context around Tony Danza. Oh, yeah. And it makes you just love him even more. Um, but it's a great podcast. It's so funny. You're so
2: funny, Bridger. Oh, you two are the best.
0: Thank you for doing this and and offering up such strange insights um, <laughs> that were so delightful.
1: You're a true delight. You're the funniest person. Thank you so much.
0: And um, a little shout out to our producer, Renee Colvert, who has been with us who in the trenches. She's absolutely astounding and wonderful at her job and the loveliest person on earth who is moving on, from Earwolf in uh, our show, and we wish her the best. She's just the finest producer that we've ever had. She really is. She's so
1: smart and she helps us keep this show together. And I don't know what we'll do without her. But then, of course, we have our wonderful Caitlin, our editor, and our new producer, who are so excited to have you know, be, stay with us. Don't leave us, Caitlin, ever.
0: Yeah. I um, mean, you guys know you the professionalism of this show and the, in the, Research that goes into it and and the quality will not drop one bit Um, but we love you Renee thank you Bridger thank you and you know no thank you to Airwolf's cartoonists for that 10th anniversary poster in and just like that
1: and just like that Danielle is still a terrible cartoon
0: and just like that Danielle's in and just like that bye everyone bye